Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'll be your host, Tommy Henshaw. This Oklahoma Music Legend has received more Grammy Awards than any other male country performer. He owns 18 CMA Awards, including two for Entertainer of the Year, and may just be the most versatile and nicest entertainer in Nashville. Have you guessed who it is yet? You guessed Vince Gill. Congratulations! Stand by for his story. Vincent Grant Gill was born on April the 12th, 1957 in Norman, Oklahoma, to parents Stanley and Jereen Gill. He was the youngest of three children. Vince's father, Stan, was a full-time lawyer, administrative law judge, and a part-time banjo player in a country-western band. From day one, their home was abound with music, his dad playing part-time in that band. Older brother, Bob, leaned toward the blues, and his sister, Gina, well, she followed folk music. His father, Stan encouraged Vince to play the banjo and seek a music career. In an interview Vince did with Dan Rather, he said at no time did he consider going to college, nor did his parents ever bring it up. Almost like everyone in the family knew, Vince had the music within him. His dad began teaching Vince to play the banjo, and he got pretty good at it. A neighborhood buddy, Bobby Clark, introduced Vince to the acoustic guitar, which soon became his instrument of choice. Buddies Vince and Bobby Clark started a band. Theirs was a bluegrass band, and they were pretty successful. They began playing locally at school and at parties as the Bluegrass Review. Now, later, they changed their name to Mountain Smoke. The band began to get a serious following after playing at Bill Grant's Old Time Country and Bluegrass Festival in Hugo, Oklahoma. They got an opportunity to open for rock band Pure Prairie League. Now, meeting members of Pure Prairie League later would play an important part of Vince's ever-evolving career. While still in high school, his band Mountain Smoke showed off their playing chops, opening at the Myriad Center in Oklahoma City for none other than rock band Kiss. Now, let's just let that soak in for a minute. In 1975, almost immediately after graduating from Oklahoma City's Northwest Class in High School, Vince packs up his belongings and heads for Louisville, Kentucky. In Louisville, he joins up with band the Bluegrass Alliance, who at the time were featuring Dan Crary and Sam Bush. A short time later, he joined up with Ricky Skaggs' band, Boone Creek Bluegrass Band. In 1976, fiddle player extraordinaire Byron Berline reached out to Vince, asking him to move out to L.A. and become a member of his band, Sundance. This short sidebar is worth mentioning. The aforementioned Byron Berline later moved to Guthrie, Oklahoma, making it his permanent home. 24 years ago, he opened the Double Stop Fiddle Shop and Music Hall in one of Guthrie's downtown vintage buildings. Here he repaired and sold stringed music instruments and gave music lessons. He also hosted music events in his upstairs music venue. The building also housed Byron Berline's life history and his most prized possessions. Everything changed on February 23, 2019. The building became engulfed in fire, which nearly destroyed all of Byron Berline's life's memories. For information on fundraising events, you can visit their webpage, Double Stop Fiddle Shop, authorized post-fire support page. You can 
can also see a video of Byron discovering a few of his treasures out of the rubble on our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. Just scroll down past a few of our most recent posts and you'll find it. Back to our story. After two years with Berline's band, Sundance, Vince began thinking he might like a change in musical direction. In 1979, Vince learns Pure Prairie League recently lost their lead guitar player and were holding auditions for his replacement. After auditioning over 50 guitar players, the band remembered Vince from Mountain Smoke. Because of his musical versatility and his vocal ability, they hired him. For the next three years, Vince would be the group's lead singer, guitar, banjo, and fiddle player. He appeared on the band's next three albums, Can't Hold Back, Something in the Night, and Firing Up, which included six of Vince's own compositions. Vince left Pure Perry League in 81 to join up with Cherry Bombs. Now, that's Rodney Crowell's backup band to both play guitar and sing harmony, where he often sang with and backed up Crowell's wife, soon-to-be superstar Roseanne Cash. While with the Cherry Bombs, Vince meets keyboard player Tony Brown, who would later become the A&R man for RCA, who in 1984 would sign Vince to his first recording contract. Later that same year, Vince would record and release his first album, a mini-album entitled Turn Me Loose, with eight tracks, six of which Vince wrote. Two songs from this album, Victim of Life's Circumstances and Old Carolina, would reach Billboard's Hot Country Songs chart. In 1984, due to the success of the mini-album, Vince was named ACM's top new male vocalist. Also in 1984, Vince switched to Buddha Records and recorded two albums, The Things That Matter in 85, which had a modest hit, True Love, and two songs that were top 10 charters, Oklahoma Borderline, and If It Wasn't For Him, which featured Roseanne Cash on Harmony. The second album for Buddha Records, The Way Back Home in 1987, produced a top five hit, Cinderella, and a top 20, Let's Do Something. A majority of these tracks on the two albums were written by Vince. Vince found himself in high demand for studio work. It's known during this time he performed on over 120 recordings for other performers. His skills as a guitar player were not a secret in the music business. British guitar player and legend himself, Mark Knopfler, invited Vince to join his little band, Dire Straits. Vince said he was flattered with the offer, but he chose to continue working on his solo career. And are we glad he did? Vince has written and sang so many of the best heart-tugging songs. When I Call Your Name, Pocket Full of Gold, Look at Us, and one of my very favorite songs in 1982, Song of the Year, I Still Believe in You. His song, Go Rest High on That Mountain, is a fantastic song. Vince said he had worked on the song for quite a while, but became motivated to finish it after his older brother succumbed to injuries he had suffered years ago in a terrible car wreck. He also wrote and performed so many upbeat tunes, like his duet with fellow Oklahoman Reba McIntyre, Oklahoma Swing. His duets are legendary, from Dolly Parton to Gladys Knight. Now, Vince has been nominated for 44 Grammys, winning 21 times more than any other country male vocalist. He's racked up 18 CMA awards. He has produced 20 studio albums, amassing sales of over $26 million. In 2002, Vince was inducted into the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame along with his friend Byron Berline and Barney Kessel. Inducted into the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2005. In 2007, Vince was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Oklahoma Today magazine named Vince the 2007 Oklahoman of the Year 
in large part for his many charitable works. He's even got a star on Hollywood's Walk of Fame. Vince Gill is a musician's musician and a soulful singer of songs whose versatility, in my opinion, is unmatched. He once told guitar pickers during a Nashville recording session, the only reason you all have jobs is Tommy Alsop, who's the best guitar player in the country, is home on his farm in Oklahoma. Vince quietly came to Owasso, Oklahoma to sing his song, Go High on That Mountain, at Tommy's funeral, January of 2017, and he also sang it at Roy Clark's funeral in Tulsa in November of 2018. Now, should anyone need proof of Vince Gill's versatility? Once again, in 2019, touring the world with supergroup The Eagles, where he and Glenn Fry's son, Deacon Fry, are standing in for one of the Eagles' founders, Glenn Fry, who passed away in November of 2016. About touring with the Eagles, Vince said on his website, in a million years, I never would have seen this coming. It's pretty surreal. I turned 60 recently, and to get to be a part of this amazing legacy of songs, that's the greatest part of this for me. Vince began performing as a child during an assembly at Cleveland Elementary School when he was in second grade. Today, he sings and plays on stages all over the world. Vince said his father not only got him hooked on music, but he also got him involved playing golf, which now is a full blown passion. He's a scratch golfer. Vince credits his love of golf probably helping to keep him out of a lot of trouble opportunities. So instead of hanging out at the hotel, he'd grab his clubs, head to a golf course where he could always barter concert tickets for the course's green fees. Finally, he said, I was meant to play music. Summing it all up, I don't want to leave anything in the bag. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Hey, help us spread the word. We can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, Google Music Play, and on our Oklahoma Music Legends YouTube channel. Click on the podcast link of our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com. You can see and choose from all of our podcasts. Did you know we have an Oklahoma Music Legends web-based radio station, 24-7, and it's free. See the homepage on our website to connect. And join our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page to stay current on goings-on. I'm Tommy Henshaw. Thanks for listening.